0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Balkan Bread Podcast. My name's Amina, and thank you guys so much for being here. We are doing another episode of Dating Diaspora, which I don't think we've recorded this series in like several months, which is really bad, but I've just kind of been searching, I guess, for the right people and the right stories to share with you guys, so Today, um, very special couple. I'm sure you guys have seen them on Instagram and probably wondered, like, how the heck did this even happen? Last December, I believe, I recorded an episode with my friend Zarina, who you guys have seen Here and there, um, just on our account, she's one of our ambassadors, and she's one of my close friends today, but we recorded an episode just talking about relationships, and long distance, and Balkan men, and just like all these cool topics. Um, That episode got a ton of listens, which is crazy, because I feel like it was just us rambling for a long time, but you guys seem to really enjoy it, so Really interesting. I was listening to it um, the other day just to kind of reflect on everything that has happened and everything that has happened in literally just, I don't know, a few short months um, just in her life, um, how everything's kind of, I guess, almost manifested like after just that episode, which is crazy. So we'll revisit it um, later on in the podcast and have her Actually, react to some of the things she said and yeah, just kind of get her perspective on how everything is going now. So, I don't want to give too much away. Um, I want to let them talk a little bit more about. Their relationship and just how they met. And I just, it's such a special story. Um, you guys will hear, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I guess we can start off if you guys want to introduce yourselves, um, your nationality, and then how you guys met. Okay. Um, so, Zarina here, obviously. Thank you, Amina, for having me on another podcast. I am so excited to be doing this one because, like you said, everything's like manifested and come full circle, but um, I am Bosnian-American, for those of you that haven't listened to any podcast before and don't know me. i um, originally from Sarajevo, and we, I moved to Michigan when I was about six years old, um, and I've lived there ever since. But I will be soon be moving to Minnesota, where my husband is from, and I'll let him introduce himself.
1: Hello, everyone. Um, first of all, thank you, Amina, for having us on the show. Um, it really means a lot, and I'm excited to be a part of this. I am, uh, my name is Rauhi Saeed. I'm by nationality. I am Bosnian. Uh, my mother is Bosnian, and actually my, my father is Palestinian, so uh, I'm kind of a dual, uh, kind of a mutt, I guess you could call me, but, but um, I, I, I like to identify more as a Bosnian, so for all intents and purposes, let's stick to the uh, Bosnian uh, 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 identification of, <laughs> of, of, my, <laughs> of myself.
0: Oh my um, goodness.
1: And, and so I live in Minnesota and what else? Did I forget
0: anything? No, I think that that sounds good. All right. So, we met in Atlanta. Um I was actually going to visit Amina and they had the um Bosnia and Diaspora conference there. And so Amina had told me about this when her and I first met like back in August of 2018 and she's like, "No, you have to come this year or like the following year when it happens." And I was like, "Yes, definitely." So ended up being April, beginning of April, and I flew into Atlanta April 4th, um, and the 6th was when the conference was, and so backstory on that is I told my mom, like, to make light of the moment, because you know how, like, foreign parents sometimes are when you're traveling or going anywhere. They get, like, so strict about it, and I was like, you know, mom, like, this is gonna be good. Like, I'm gonna go find myself a husband. Completely joking, right? Maybe not completely, like, part of it was like, hmm, I'm hoping I can meet someone, and then... Lord behold, little did I know that the guy that I met there was going to end up being my husband. Um, So we met at the conference, but we, he says we exchanged a conversation. I don't remember that. I think I was like so wrapped up with Balkan bread and like just enjoying the moment that I kind of must have like forgotten about it. Um, But I will say that when I walked into like the room, he was the first person that caught my eye and it was his smile that was like, right there and I remember he was wearing like this blue green like checkered shirt and I don't know there was something about him like I kept looking at him like sneaking peeks here and there and I was like hmm, it'd be great if I could like talk to this guy and then I guess we did talk but I don't really recall it
1: okay. um
0: and then we I-, I guess what
1: she's trying yeah
0: but to like get back to like how the whole conversation started, I followed him on Instagram because I was like, okay, like, I want to find out more about him. And then he didn't respond to anything. um, Like, he just accepted me but didn't respond. And so then... To what? Like, he didn't (laughs) send me a message. I'm not going to send you a message. Well, you could have been like, hi. (laughs) But he didn't. So guess who... I I slid into the DMs.
1: (laughs) All right. So can I say how we met? My side? I mean, like you ready yeah all right so um for the most intensive i mean honestly that's probably pretty accurate but i I guess i add this um i did i I went down to atlanta for this bih diaspora conference I, i had known about it for actually for some time for a few years but i've never gotten the uh i guess i just never had the will to go and Um, I had gotten out of a uh, nasty relationship not too long ago um, before that conference, I should say. And I was just like, you know what? I'm ready to just kind of see what's out there. And I I went down there. I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of good people. And, and for me, um, I guess when, when Zarina walked into the room, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I caught my eye I mean I think that's what everyone expects you to say but I think what really stood out was the way she conducted herself and and for me that was super attractive because I'm one of those people that believe you have one chance for a first impression and, and I, I mean there's a lot you don't know about a person but from what I saw she was exactly what I wanted and so she kind of caught my eye then and there um i i had a hard time approaching her i thought i honestly thought it would be a great icebreaker to go up and ask does this shirt come in medium <laughs> and uh, uh i thought that was going to work i really did i seriously thought i was like this is gonna spring it for me um and lo and behold is what i think our catchphrase for today yeah. uh, lo and behold we uh it did not take off. She said, "Yes, it comes in media," and that was the conversation <laughs> I'm referring to. So, of course, that's probably okay. not as memorable as as she would like it to be, um, or, um, or as to, as it was to me. But but that's teach their own, and and so that's kind of how it it transpired from there. I, I remember her adding me. Um, but I wasn't going to message her because I already got shot down when she told me. Yes, it did. And just ended the <laughs> conversation at that. Oh so my God. my pride was a little hurt, you know? I mean, how do you, how do you, re- I mean, you, you think, okay, well, that ship has sailed. How do you, how do you do this again? You can't, right? Mm-hmm. So that's probably why I didn't slide into your DMs because I thought I had burned that bridge.
0: That's so interesting. And for those of you who weren't at the conference, Zarina was actually my camera woman For my presentation, so um, we did an Instagram live and it was way too long for me to actually save it. It was like, I don't know, 40 minutes to an hour. Um, So she was actually standing like kind of in the front of the room. So that definitely helped um, have everyone (laughs) kind of get their attention and eyes on her. Um,
1: and by everyone, she means me, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was
0: sitting, like, right directly in front of me from where I was sitting to record you because yeah. I remember so, where he was sitting. Anyway, I, was... I don't yeah. know how <laughs> all of that transpired or happened, Um, but you're welcome. No, just kidding.
1: Well, yeah, I appreciate
0: <laughs> it. I mean, I mean, I'm making moves. No, no. I think that's interesting, though, and that's something else that we can talk about, like, how, like, you know, Zarina, she didn't even really remember the conversation just because, obviously, like, a lot of it was going on, and she was, like helping me sell stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that's interesting and in how you were like, oh, well, you know, this is over for me. Like, nothing's going to happen. Kind of. <laughs> but I do think, like, going back to the whole, like, kind of cheesy thing of, you know, oh, well, you know, if you guys are meant to talk and if it's meant to progress any further, you know it will. And it actually did, which we'll talk about later. Um, so right now, just to kind of break things up, I thought it would be interesting to play a couple of clips from – the previous episode that we did, so this was me and Zadina, and these are actually a couple things that she said on the episode. I think long distance has its cons and pros. And so it's great in the sense that it allows you to really get to know a person on an emotional level and appreciate your time with them. But by no means is it really easy. It's actually very hard. And I know that from personal experience and also from just the few friends that I've had that have done a long distance relationship so would you say that still rings true um it definitely does It's it's hard I'm not gonna say that it's easy it's hard because you definitely have to take the time to communicate because you're not next to each other to show each other your emotions especially for someone that's like me my um What's the what's the term? Your like love emotion or how you show love is through love language, love language. language. (laughs) (laughs) Um, through like actions and acts of service and all of that. So being long distance and not being able to like make him breakfast or just do something for him, and rather I would have to like I have to tell him and like explain it with words has been definitely difficult. But I think we're both doing a really great job of like learning each other and communicating with each other um that's something from day one that we've always like worked on is and and you know i would say actually babe i'm the opposite i think i'm really good with my
1: words you are i think i think that's probably something that comes a little bit naturally to me um whether that's good or bad i don't know um it can be both i guess um but it is it is something that i really don't struggle with but it is difficult to date um or even communicate with someone long distance because because if you think about it part of part of a relationship is not just the verbal type of emotional stuff that you get from it, but it's also the touch and the and the and the looks that you see with people. And sometimes when life gets in the way when you have work, school and all of these things, you sometimes feel like you're strapped for time. And so I realized and I, I told myself for this to work For Zarina and I to work, I have to make sure and I have to want this to work. I have to make time, right? So so even if I was tired, even if I had class because I was still doing my graduate studies at the time, I would still make time for her. I mean, uh, even if it was 10, 20 minutes, it would be 10, 20 minutes if I would call her. In the morning, if it would be during lunch or if it would be right before class started, I made sure that I FaceTimed her and, and I wanted to be a part of her life so that it became a norm. So she didn't think that it was just something I did when I had free time because she meant more to me than just someone in my free time. She meant everything to me. And so that's why I I, I forced myself to make time.
0: Yeah. And that's the, that's what I want to say is you have to make the time for each other. Um be there for each other communicate on a regular basis so we facetime like all the time even sometimes we'll have each other on facetime but we'll be doing something completely different and it i say like like i I think i say it later and i don't want to spoil anything but like it is worth it like if the person is really the one for you and you want to make it work even though it's hard you will communicate and you will get through it and you just have to learn each other and that's that comes down to that exactly and i love that you guys brought up the um like love languages have you guys done um the quiz to see like what your main love languages are yes yeah and you know
1: it's it's so it's so it's so funny i i want to preface this i mean i am the lovey-dovey kind of guy i am a hopeless romantic i do i do uh, enjoy Sports and boxing and all of this macho stuff. But deep down behind that layer of manliness is a, is a, 90... It's a cuddly little teddy bear, right? Teddy bear. Right? I <laughs> mean, it's just, that's what it is. And so my love language really honestly is Pajna, right? Like how would you yeah. say that in English? Paj- like, uh, attention, attention, right? Attention, like <laughs> right. care. Like
0: and... there's, I'm trying to remember what um they are.
1: There's like touch, Physical touch,
0: gifts, um... Um, words of affirmation. I think right. that's one of mine. Um, what else is there? Quality time and acts right. of service, I think. Right. Is yes. right right. Yeah. So right. for me, it's like quality time and acts of service. Um, and then for him it's like that touch and that affection and that affirmation so I mean for both of I mean and I think for both of us that we're like similar in that love language but he's definitely more of like that love and attention which I will say like that was one of the things that I appreciated because a lot of guys are afraid to show that side like that emotional side Mm -hmm. and that was something that was very refreshing with him was to see like him not being afraid to show his emotions and still being able to own up to them and all of that. So I definitely appreciate that about him.
1: Well, if you're trying to say you like that I cry in front of you, I, I like crying. <laughs> in front of you. You that.
0: Oh my
1: god, that's what you're trying to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the same thing goes for Zarina. I liked I like that you you know. I mean, it's really hard. It, to be honest, it's really hard in today's society to to um, find, at least in my opinion, something that's everlasting, a successful relationship, I guess, because I see a lot of people. I see my cousins. I see my friends. I see a lot of relationships just fail. And and for me, I think I I had to go in there with an open mind. And I realized Zarina is not always going to think and do the things that I think and do or feel or believe the things that I believe. But I, as long as she took took like the time to listen she didn't have to agree with me it just meant something to me and i think that's why i fell in love with zreen even though we might have a love language that is different like mine is mine is um touch. Right? yeah touch and, and like
0: affirmation bravo
1: uh but and hers is more like like <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, why are we not finishing
1: each other's sentences, babes? You need to finish it. Yes. Service. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. getting
0: an oil change, right? Them. Right,
1: like even though we're different in that aspect, we still mesh because f- for whatever reason, it just works. Exactly. I don't know. I've... No, it no, balances each other out. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's a balance, and I think if anyone is interested in like finding balance of energies, I recommend the bingo theory it's a good book but that's a whole nother tangent i love it i like how you <laughs> oh i actually i do like... want to talk about that later um hold on i'm gonna play this next clip but okay um just like because i feel like this has been such a thing too and me and you talk about this all the time and Rauhi already knows this is coming um but just like the whole spiritual act aspect and like sure. how that kind of i don't know it's really interesting so yeah. anyway um let me play this next clip it's should I keep talking to someone who lives in another state and talking is in quotation marks because I feel like there's so many, I don't know, definitions for that. But let's let's just go with the fact that like you're like texting this person um, and I kind of have like a few different scenarios, I guess, my answer. Like if you're just texting them and you don't really like you haven't met them before, so you don't really know them or if it's someone that you have met before and you know you're communicating but you're not like in a relationship with them so should you keep you know going along with this um so being like the hopeless romantic that i am i'm over here like saying yes because love doesn't know distance um and i'm sure some people listening to this are going to be like wow she's so cheesy but i honestly am like one of the cheesiest people you will probably ever meet <laughs> um Okay, what do we think? Um, still I true. I agree w- with myself. <laughs> yeah. We're like playing true or false. We're, like,
1: Shocker. Still...
0: Shocker. No, um, but I think no. that's important. Yeah, no. Yeah, you. We, so, um, when I messaged Amina that we were listening to it, we were on the way back from Niagara Falls from our like mini honeymoon and we turned it on and we were listening to it. I remember this part. And I was like, Wow! Like I said, that really. <laughs> but no, um, I do agree. Love does not know distance, and the thing is, when you meet someone and you guys just click on so many things that are important to you, it does not matter whether you are ten minutes away, whether you're ten hours away, whatnot. It's if you love that person, you're willing to work on it. It'll you're gonna make it happen, um, but you just have to want it, and obviously the other person has to want it as well so even though there was distance between us i never really thought about it in depth i think when we first met and when we like facetimed and i realized like wow this guy is everything that i've always wanted plus some more i was like i this we're we got to make this work like there's no other option like i am dead set on him no one else interests me and you know what if that means flying back and forth for a little bit that's fine like you FaceTiming all the time. Other people do it. We can do it. You can make it work. Cause this is what we want.
1: I like that. I like what you said. I guess for me, I'll be honest. Okay. So let me be a little vulnerable here. I, I actually struggled a lot with trust issues. Um, and I always thought that was a flaw of mine. Um, and I guess, I guess you're probably going to know where I'm going with this, but, um, it ended up being not a flaw of mine. It just ended up being not finding the right person. And when I found Zarina, my trust issues kind of went away. So I didn't have that anxiety. Like, Oh my gosh, what are they doing in? Okay. Let's use Michigan. For example, what are they doing in Michigan? Like, are they doing something that they're not supposed like that? That never mm-hmm. occurred to me. You know, that yeah. was, that was something that I struggled with in, in past relationships. And, um, I just think that only exists because your soul, your soulmate is not that person, right? I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with you. Um, it's just you haven't found that person. And so when I ran into Zarina, I think it was destiny. I mean, I hate, I hate being cheesy right now because I'm trying to be as honest as I can. But really, honestly, it, it was destiny. And a lot of things that I thought were flaws in myself really weren't flaws because they never – arose with her and they still haven't so i guess that's what i would say about distance i mean for me it wasn't a problem when i realized she's the one
0: yeah i love that that's so sweet so going into more i guess kind of more in detail um oh before we get there this is funny i'm just reading what Zudina wrote so can we talk about the link <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: I would I would like to I Wait. would like to set that straight because so many people know Zarina's version and I believe that nobody knows the real version.
0: Okay, but some people that are listening might not know my So version. Let,
1: her, let her let her let her let her explain.
0: Okay. It so my I first... amina but okay oh, yeah. oh, okay okay do you amina do you want to explain it um okay i'll just kind of set up the context for the story so like you mentioned uh you had followed him after the conference and just to give you guys an idea of it so they talked at the conference um very like briefly and stuff and then we didn't i don't think yeah, they didn't see each other like whatever for the rest of the weekend. Um so anyway, so they were like messaging for the first time. And I remember Zarina kind of telling me, like I I could probably we were trying to pull it up when I was in Michigan last weekend, like the first um like screenshots or something just because <laughs> I mean we're girls here, of course we share this stuff. Um so she was talking to him. She's like, I don't really know me, I don't know if I like this guy, blah blah. So anyway. That's kind of the context of the scenario. Yeah, I sent uh, so I sent Amina a screenshot. When we first started talking, obviously you want to find out information about someone. And to me, like, his name was intriguing. I'm like, Raohi Saeed, like, that's not a Bosnian name. Mm. So I was like, oh, like, where are you from? Like, you have an interesting name, whatever. Um, I didn't know, I found this out later, but he's not one that, like, loves to talk about himself. Like, he's very humble, which I appreciate. But at the time, I just found it very strange that he was sending me a link to a video that the school did on him with his story. Um, so they interviewed him and he talked about like where he was from and all of that. And so he sent that to me instead of like explaining it to me in a text message form. And I was like, okay, like, this is unique. I've never had anyone send me a link. Um, <laughs> I-, I didn't really know what to say. I thought that was like a little bit of like, you know, weird. And so I was like, oh, he's Link Boy from now on. Yeah, may, may I May I uh,
1: jump in here? Um, okay, so here's what happened. Uh, I, uh, I, Zarina's right. I don't like It's I, There's probably going to be a bunch of people out there that says that's not true. He talks about himself all the time. Honest to God, it, it's so hard to talk about myself because, like, I don't feel like people want to hear that. So when Zarina... I want the first time we we ever talked online was actually a video that I posted on Instagram. I don't even remember what the topic was. And it too- was
0: re- it was actually related to relationships. He was, talked about like how girls need to stop like posting when they break up with a guy, like constantly posting about that and making fools out of themselves. Like if the guy mistreats you, don't go looking for him. Like be own up to yourself and be stronger and be who you are. Which I like. I loved him like yes preach like I, I think that's what I responded to you, I was you like,
1: wrote preach in all caps yeah <laughs> um, so she slid into my DMs essentially and we kind of started talking and she wanted to know more and more and more about me and I just felt a little I don't want to use the word awkward it wasn't awkward but I just I was I was like okay this is my second chance with this girl the first one was terrible I asked her what side or do these come in medium so I don't want to ruin this so I wonder if I send her this link of of, of who I am um, that was professionally. Done. I sound so silly saying that. <laughs> that was professionally done. Um, maybe this will. Uh, this will. This will. This will take off, right? I mean, it was to- obviously it didn't. Um, but but at, at the time, my thought process was like, okay, I don't have to talk about myself. She can watch this mini documentary. See, oh, this is who he is, and then ask me if she has more questions. Um, <laughs> this is sounding nice. how- Wait, hold on. <laughs> <a smile. laughs>
0: It sounds wild, like <laughs> right? No, no. That's like it's <laughs> I, I literally. So I was like, "Does this guy think he's all that?" Like sending me a link. Like, is he so full of himself that he wants to like send me a link to tell me that he's like some famous oh like YouTuber God. or something? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny because like that wasn't his intention at all. Like, I, to his defense, though. I've totally sent a link like to the podcast to a guy before like a podcast episode. Thank you. So Thank you. I don't think it's the weirdest thing. I just think it's funny and looking kind of towards the future honestly when you think about it it's probably gonna sound really deep but like none of that stuff really even matters that much just you know texting or it's like oh my god you know how people freak out oh he didn't respond oh he didn't answer oh my god <laughs> What's... Right. and it's like right. really it doesn't matter what matters more is you know how they're treating you in person and like of course if that becomes like a big issue in your relationship like you know they're not answering you at all well yeah you should probably be a little concerned But right. um, just you know when you're first getting to know someone like I love how you said earlier, you know, having an open mind and even how Zarina, like when you were jokingly telling your mom, you know, oh yeah, I'm going to go to Atlanta and like find my husband, you know, in a joking matter. But at the same time, you put it out there into the universe and, you know, literally a like, lot of attraction. Yeah, of attraction. Um, I think it's a
1: reoccurring theme. It, here. Is, I mean,
0: it, really <laughs> it does. is. And I love it. I love it so much. So we're going to get into that more. But Um, Let's get into how long you guys have been together.
1: So what you guys can't see, um, listening to the podcast, is she does not want to answer this question. So she pointed at me <laughs> as said, "I should jump on this grenade." So let me answer this. Um, your question was how long we we were together. Is that right? Uh,
0: yeah. So or yeah. Okay. So you guys met in April, and then what happened?
1: Okay. So so we. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very quiet because I told her that she could do most of the talking. But here here we go. So. Uh, I actually knew about Balkan bread before the B- diaspora. Oh yeah, concert. yeah, yeah. And talk about this. All of
0: this. Yeah. So, so, so I actually
1: knew about this, and I had stumbled upon Zarina's story, um, and and everything that you did, Amina, with her in regards to uh, her father, and and um, I had read about it. And I'll be honest, at the time, I never thought I'd even actually meet her in real life. I mean, that was just it never crossed my mind. So I knew of Zarina. So much longer, like yeah. I guess. Obviously, I knew she. I knew about her before she knew about me. I guess is a fair way to say that. Um, and then uh, it wasn't. It wasn't too much longer after uh, then that I stumbled onto that Bih Diaspora was going to be in Atlanta, and that Zarina was going to go to that. So I ended up going and then i started watching you i I followed your social media a lot Balkan bread. obviously a lot of people do um no big deal right shameless plug but uh so so i was watching your guys's um story and i saw that you guys were sitting in a car somewhere and i was like gosh she is really cute oh my god you watched the live that we
0: did yes
1: (laughs) yes i watched the live yes i did all of this um, and, and you know what, it, it sounds a little creeperish, but it, something, some part of me just feels like it was destiny. It was fate because it's not like I chose to do these things. She was just there when I was, right. when I was online, I guess you mm-hmm. could call mm-hmm. it. I don't know. I mean, that's the situation that we live in. Millennials are all online now. And so every time I was doing something, she was there yeah. and, um, I, I did, I didn't think of it again at the time I was like oh there she is that cute little girl with the dimples right um and then the 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 encounter in in Atlanta um and then a couple more times uh over over uh messaging and here and there but we we actually the 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 meat of the relationships started after our first FaceTime and and baby girl probably remembers the date. Uh, I'm terrible with that, but
0: May 6th. Okay.
1: See, Uh, (laughs) so, so the, the, the meat of the, the relationship started really after that FaceTime, after she really got to, Sit down and say, "Okay, who is this guy? Who am I? Um, what is he really about? Is he really just an awkward little boy with uh, link problems, or is he something more?" Um, and so she sat down, and and babe, do you want to jump in on after that?
0: Yeah, I can jump in on that. So to make a, like the long story a little shorter, um, obviously we haven't known each other for that long. We've known since May. We have been like talking on a day-to-day basis. Um, and then we got engaged June 22nd, uh, and we got married and at the mosque on August 24th. So all together, May, June, July, August, now it's September. We're going into five months of really like communicating with each other, knowing each other. And I know a lot of people will say, wow, that all happened so fast. Like how, how Not did you Not a lot know?
1: of people, babe. I would argue that Every (laughs) single person we've ever walked into or walked into our lives and said, Wow, damn, that's so fast.
0: That, but there's certain people like people that have gone through it and have had similar stories of their relationship, um, happening really quickly. Understand it,
1: right? So, my uncle he he married his wife after seven days, um, and I always thought that was kind of crazy. I'm like, you're crazy, but they've been married for 50, 60 years. And um, I guess one of Zarina's close family friends got married after what, 14
0: days? 16 or 17 days. Okay, something that. like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: And so like, I started hearing more and more stories of this where people were getting married. And these guys were getting married even faster than we were. So I was like, you know what? there can't be a right and a wrong way to do it. Now I know people are going to say, well, that was fast, but that's relative to what, I mean, is that, what, is, what, is there a playbook out there that says True. this is the right time and this is the wrong time? I mean, I, I would disagree. I would say there's not, but, but teach their own.
0: Yeah. And I think in the podcast that we did in December, um, I think one of the questions that someone asked, I don't know if you're going to play that clip, but um, it was about like when do you see yourself getting married or when is the right time and all of that? And my answer to that was it's whenever it happens, there is no right or wrong time, which really, I mean, transpired into my life. To be completely honest, I did not think that I was going to be getting married this year. I had told people that it was going to be like four or five years. Mm -hmm. Like talk to me then I'm, you know, maybe I'll be ready. But when you truly meet someone that is for you, when you meet the right person, it, it just, it all works. And for me, I never questioned it. I told him from day one, like, even though we're not engaged, even though we weren't married at the time, I was like, to me, I'm already married to you. Um, now, like the whole like engagement and marriage, obviously that's like a ritual and we wanted to respect it culturally and religiously, which is why we did it that way. But my heart, I gave my heart to him from the very beginning and I was not interested in anyone else and so and the biggest
1: question i get um from people that hear this and hear our story is well what about what about red flags like you didn't have enough time to see if they were the right person and I, i i i i cannot stress this enough i once had a buddy tell me he said i learn who my partner is every single day of my life and he's been married for a while now and i thought that was really profound so i'm like thinking to myself you are learning about this person until the day you die really honestly I mean you have a good idea of what they might be like but every day you you're learning and growing together um and who you are today might not necessarily mean um what you might be or who you are going to be tomorrow and so for me I was like what do I feel is this just like butterflies or is this something tangible and real and for me, it was tangible and real. And so I said, I'm going to pull this trigger if she's if she's I mean, it, t- it takes two to get married. Right. So for me, I just pulled the trigger. I said, babe, if you want this, I want this. And we yeah. bam. Thank you, ma'am. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it happened. And I want to say um, to like people listening, when when you meet the right person, I feel like so many people have like this movie and fantasy of like the butterflies and being nervous and all of that. And yeah, there's some of that in there, but to be completely honest, when I met him and when we talked, I did not have butterflies and I wasn't like nervous or anxious. I had the sense of calmness come over me and my life that never existed before. Um, I'm like an overthinker. And before my mind would race like a million miles an hour but when he came into my life, things that I even didn't understand or I was worried about, they I stopped worrying so much about them because I knew there was someone by my side that was there and that no matter what happened, they were going to help me through all of that and they were going to be there. And I didn't have to worry about whether this person was going to do the same job that I w- would do. I knew that they would because there was a trust there. And I know people have trust issues and all of that but I think when you truly meet someone that you just mesh well with it just it comes so naturally it's not there wasn't anything forced between us and that's why I say like yeah we didn't know we know each other quote on quote for a long time but when we met it seemed as though like our souls had known each other for years there were so many things that aligned and I will say there's a lot of things that Rauhi like characteristics and things that he said and he did that reminded me a lot of my dad and like how my father was. And so I knew there weren't many people out there, obviously, like my father, because to me, he was a one of a kind man. And when he came, when Rauhi came into my life and I saw those features, I I remember looking at my mom, like, how is this possible? Like, it's as if he took stuff from my dad's book, but he had never met my dad. <laughs> and so that was like one thing that stuck out to me that I was like, I know, no matter what, I mean, we are going to disagree on things. It's life and life's going to be hard and it doesn't get easier, but I know whatever happens, I have that trust and I have that faith in him that we'll be able to overcome it. And that's all that I needed to know that I wanted to be with this person for the rest of my life. I didn't care about anything mm-hmm. else. And I will say there's <laughs> before, and I admit to this, I had like a list of qualities and things that I wanted in a person. I'm like, you know, got to check that all off the list. And I do. He does. (laughs) And it's crazy. It's, It's crazy how that happened. But when we met and when we started talking, I didn't even think about some of those things because like the two, three big things to me stood out right away. And I was like, Nope, this is it. I don't care. Like everything else we will work through. We'll make it like, we will make this happen because I know that he is the right one for me. And I even told my mom, I was like, even if you gave me the, like, richest, like, most handsomest, I don't care, white prince, uh, prince on a white horse or whatever. (laughs) I would be like, no, because this, I found my person. And I mean, that's what, that's what I tell other people is. It's I mean, fast. people
1: doubted us. Not to say they didn't. I mean, her own mom said to me directly. She says, does that feel like your guys are going like 200 miles an hour." And I said, "You're right. It, it feels even faster than that." Um, but it feels right. So, what does that mean? I mean, and and a lot of people. I had. I once had. Uh, <laughs> she's a. Uh, She's a really close family friend. Uh, she recently retired from, she was the president of Southwest Minnesota State. And she said to me, she said, Raoui, I want to be there for your wedding. And I said, you're more than welcome. She goes, but I want to ask you, is, is Zarina the right person? And I said, what does that mean? And, mm-hmm. and she says, because I don't want you to make a mistake. And it's so funny to me because everyone's worried about these mistakes and so few people are not thinking about the p- potential mm-hmm. chance that you have by taking this risk. And um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't, after going through this and, and, and living it, I just feel that there is no right or wrong way. It's when it's meant to be, it's meant to be, and you'll know it. You just will. And it sounds cheesy and corny, but that is what it is.
0: Yeah. And I think, no, that's really valid. Um, I was actually talking to my mom, I think, Oh, I can't remember if it was before you guys got um, even engaged or what, but I remember I was asking her or I don't know, we were just talking about it. And my mom, like, she's so open to pretty much anything. And she's like, no, that's really sweet. Like, she's like, who cares what people are saying, like, in terms of you know, we just talked about how everyone's like, that's too fast, you're rushing it, whatever. She's like, I think it's really sweet. And of course, I think when people obviously come at you with these like comments and stuff, they care about you and they're just like maybe concerned or whatever, and it's hard for them to even understand, especially if like, you know, of course, unless they had gotten married, like, you know, like you guys were saying, your other family relatives right away, then they're just not going to understand. And like, that's okay. But as long as you... You know, are 100% like in your decision and your heart that you what you want. And that's not
1: to say there's things that we don't like. I mean, there's things that Zarina hates that I do, and there's things that get on my nerves that Zarina does. But those are like things that all relationships have, and you have to be you have to be realistic at the end of the day, and you have to say, okay, are these things that I can live with or not? And if is it make Mm -hmm. it or break it? I mean, if if she's, I don't know. I-, I can't even think of something <laughs> that would really bother me. I oh, guess really- now
0: now he says there's things that she does. No, it, it's, like, little things, and you don't really notice it until, like, you're with that person for, a, like, a certain period of time and they start doing it. But there isn't really anything that, like, has that we uh,
1: oh here's a pet peeve of mine i hate
0: that she leaves the toilet
1: up i hate the toilet lid up I hate oh the that. lid oh I okay i have the toilet lid down i do i have to, if you guys come to my house anybody listening to this podcast keep the lid down oh
0: my god okay yeah that's like but we don't we didn't argue about that no
1: but that's what i'm saying like yeah. there's some people that are petty enough to be like oh he keeps the lid up or she keeps the lid up out kick yeah, rocks do so and that's, that's what I'm saying. You got to be realistic. Um, no, you
0: have to be realistic. And my mom, like, obviously me being the oldest girl. And I mean, I'm 23. So I'm people and people look at me and they're like, well, you know, you still have so much more to your life, like to live. Are you sure that you want to settle down? And honestly, I, I don't think being married limits you from doing anything. Mm-hmm. I think being married and being with someone actually gives you a lot more freedom because then. You can go and do things with a person. It's great. I'm not saying like if you're single and you're doing stuff. I did that. I traveled. Like it's great. Enjoy it. We both did. Yeah, we both did. But But I would
1: argue I had more fun with you than by myself.
0: Yeah, obviously that holds true. It's like when you meet the right person, you have a lot more fun with it. And it's always interesting to have someone else's perspective. So I don't think marriage is limiting. I didn't see it that way. And I know my mom and a lot of my family members were concerned because they're like, "Well, you didn't have anyone in your life. Like, this is happening all of a sudden." Because I didn't like my past relationships. I never really introduced anyone to my family, because um, I they weren't they weren't right. So I didn't feel the need to introduce. But Rao, he like right away, like he met everyone, and I wanted to hear what they had to say because. If, and what they had to say. Well, only nice things. <laughs> <laughs> because i was like this is the person and i want to see what they have to say and i want to make sure that we all mesh well together um and we did like it's crazy how well i fit in with his family and he fits in with mine and it, i said it in the podcast in december one of the reasons my past relationships didn't work out is because i missed having that closeness in the family and being able to make those jokes and all that and i have that now and i'm forever grateful because it and've t- I've told this route to, to this oh I can't speak I've told Rauhi this before but that's something that just completes my soul seeing him like communicate with my mom and my brother and my cousins and family friends it fills my heart more than anything really because I love those people so much and I grew up with such a close family that that always was so important to me um so I, I really don't know where I was going with this and how we got on this tangent but that's that yeah no for sure and that's kind of like um pretty much answered like the next couple questions so talking about you know your family's reaction and like nationality and stuff like that um So, yeah, you know, that was something that you said was missing from, you know, your last relationship. And and
1: I just want to I just want to touch a little quickly on the nationality. piece. Yeah. For whatever reason, it just has a huge affinity to the Middle Eastern boys. And her mom has always wanted a nice, good, wholesome Balkan boy. (laughs) So what does Zarina go and do? She goes and brings a half and half. and half. Checkmark. For both of us, and that's really what it is. I mean, I, I I know I know Zarina loves that Middle Eastern culture a lot, and I'm glad I can bring that to her. But I also know I also know it means a lot to her mom that um, I was raised and born and speak Bosnian. Um, I'm from Bosnia, um, yeah. and for all intents and purposes, babe, I think I speak pretty well, right? I mean, what would you say?
0: You speak wonderful, and I love my Bosnians too. Okay. I'm not saying you don't love
1: Bosnians. I just, I know you like the Middle Eastern. Well,
0: I grew up. Yeah. I, I mean, where I live, there's a lot of Middle Eastern people. So of yeah, course. You're from Michigan. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. That's funny. That's so funny. That was, that was the inside joke. He said when we were listening to that um podcast, because I talked about my previous relationship being um like mixed cultures and he goes, Oh. Your your mom wanted um, Bosnian, but you wanted someone with Arabic nationality. <laughs> so what did you do? You, you picked both. <laughs> it's, a, it's a perfect blend. It's like the perfect mix. No, that's, that's so, that's funny. That's true. Um, let me think. Okay, cool. So that was like touching on nationalities. And then do you think your families would have reacted differently if you told them that, you know, you're bringing someone home that was a different nationality? Well that's a great question
1: Amina and I'm so glad that you asked it. Uh,
0: I honestly look.
1: So before I met Amina before Let me finish. I had I, I know okay. where I know where I want to go with this. I know. Before I met Zarina, um, I I dated a lot of different girls from different cultures and that's not, that's I grew up where my parents did not really impose you dating um, someone of the same uh, nationality. But that's not to say they did not um, have a a favorite, so to speak, something that they wanted you to kind of gravitate towards. And so when Zarina came into my life, um, I remember telling my mom and dad for the first time about Zarina it was late at night and I called them I said I'm ready to tell you guys something and (laughs) they've never they've never really wanted to know the nationality but my mom actually stopped me she said in Bosnia and she said "Uh, and she just had that she had that intuition and I said "Uh, and I think I think she never ever said anything but she uh i could just tell that her heart was in the right place and she was happy for me and i think part of that is to keep the identity and the culture alive at least for another generation yeah. and 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 so it means something to them but i've never on my part or on my family's part ever had anyone say don't do that in fact um a lot of my family is either dating or married to people from other nationalities and um we're pretty accepting of them but but no, no, I think, I think what I when I told them Zarina was Bosnian and um, that I'm in love with her, I think they were just over the moon. I want to add this, and I hope this makes it into the podcast. Zarina almost got us killed on our first date. Oh, um, my I, am God. A, I am a master. I am a master at um, escape rooms. I genuinely I don't toot my horn, baby. I really don't, but I did genuinely love. Escape rooms. Zarina managed to find an escape room um in which had a actor uh with a with a with axe come at us. Uh, I've never seen that in my life. So the guy was coming at me and I did not run, Zarina, right? True or false. Did I run? I did not. not run. I was gonna clock him in the face if he touched me, but he did not touch me, so no one got clocked. But here's what happened. I turned around after this guy came at me to find my at the time, girlfriend, not wife, to find my girlfriend. She was hiding behind a house plant. And I told the guy in the act, I said, look at this. She's over there hiding and she's supposed to be my girlfriend. And she got upset at me because I gave up her location. I just want that to be known to the rest (laughs) of the world that my girlfriend at the time dipped on me and would rather get my butt killed than save us.
0: I thought it would be fun. Okay, he said his ideal first date would be an escape room. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I looked, and it was, like, the hardest one. And I was like, okay, well, he says he loves them so much. I've never done an escape room. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. And then we get there, and she's like, well, you can choose to have a paid actor if you would like. And we're like, okay. We looked at each other. Why not, since we're already doing this.
1: No, that's not. We looked, <laughs> did not say why not. Zarina said why not.
0: <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's do this. And then the guy, I was, he was actually, I will say this. He was panicking about the guy coming out of nowhere because they said he's just going to show up randomly while I was trying to, like, figure out the puzzles. And then when the guy actually showed up... And <laughs> I <was> like, no! <laughs> no he was, like, guarding me and stuff, but I turned around and I saw the guy heading towards him, so I, like, ducked behind the house plant. And then Rauhi was like, Zerina, <laughs> shut so I'm like, hush, you just gave away my location!
1: You were, I knew that you were the one at that time when you would, you were willing to argue with me with a dude with an ass in front of us. I was like, this woman's a keeper.
0: Oh yeah, so and that was like the that was our like very first date, and that was the start of everything. So I think that was a very good like foreshadowing of
1: the rest. of I just know if stuff hits the fan, do not count on my wife.
0: Stop. <laughs> 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 all right i don't know where this is going <laughs> <laughs> i told you this was gonna be an interesting podcast like oh my gosh okay so all right on yeah escape rooms for a first date not a bad idea actually i like that i think that's cool or like i don't know something more unconventional like we had i went last weekend um with one of my friends Uh, what is it called? 29 rooms. And it was by Refinery29. And it's like they set up all these different literally rooms. Um, It's almost like different art kind of installments in each room. So that was really cool. So I think... I don't know why we're talking about first dates, but anyway, <laughs> first dates, a really good suggestion is to, like, go for an experience or something that yes. you can actually, like, Perfect. do. Or I would say if you don't have time to, like, arrange all that and you're busy, then I think drinks are always good because then you don't have to, like, you don't have to sit through a dinner, you know, because that's always just terrible, I feel like. Could you a-
1: imagine sitting through a dinner yeah. and the waitress show up two hours later to give you a- their check?
0: Just, True story. It happened in Toronto. Oh my god. It well especially if you're like not having a good time with the person. Like drinks are easy because it's like if you're not feeling it, you can just order a drink and then leave. Um for, like that's a little easier. So anyway, um,
1: okay, the, oh, next thing, the
0: next thing I wanna talk about on a more, I guess, serious note. So me and Zavina are both, I guess, very like spiritual people. So we're always talking about, <laughs> she's like laughing over there, but it's true. Um, we're always talking about just different signs and I guess synchronicities that kind of appear in our lives. Um, so like one of the things is we always see like different repeating numbers. <laughs> and um it's funny because we'll like share them with each other and we're like what do these even mean like I think eleven eleven is like a really common one um just for like luck purposes and then another one that we see all the time and this one has popped up so much and it's relevant because it's actually the day that you guys got engaged so 22 22- Literally everywhere I see this number and I know it's like a thing for Zanina too like if we see it on a license plate or (laughs) just like I don't know random places and I know some people listening are like what are these girls talking about repeating numbers (laughs) like are you kidding me right now but (laughs) seriously I kid you not like just all these different things just how they come together Um, for like Relationships, and if you look up that number and just kind of the whole meaning behind it, I highly recommend you guys like look into like numerology and stuff, it's really interesting. Um, so that whole number is just like talking about you being on the right path in life, so you're really like pursuing your passion and you're really on the right course with everything. And it's also another number that just deals with um these really deep rooted relationships in your life. And usually, if you see this number a lot, it means that you are about to, like, get into that relationship or you're already kind of on that, um, I guess, like, spiritual journey for it to basically manifest into your life. So I just thought it was really interesting, like, how that ended up being, like, the day that you guys got engaged in. And, like, Zodina didn't even know it was really going to happen. So no, I did not. And twenty, so 22, that number, and then the number four for me um, has been repeating. And then we got, so we got engaged on the 22nd. We were married on the 24th and we kind of just picked that date and it just happened. And then 4 four twenty is when we're gonna have our reception. So it's like those numbers.
1: And I don't wanna I don't want creep you guys out, but take a look at when take a look at the date when the uh, last podcast you and Zarina did on this topic uh, went live.
0: It was posted on December 24th and then obviously we got married August 24th. Um, I also will say, and so the people that don't listen to the numbers are probably going to be like, what the heck? But the link that Rao, he sent me initially to the <laughs> video um, that the school did on him, it was posted on August 7th of 2018.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And my birthday is August 7th. So I didn't notice a few months afterwards when I was, like, looking back on it. But, I mean, I just feel it's like... It's kind
1: of weird. You have a 1 in 365... Uh- chance of having those any of those numbers right any of those combinations match up and that's kind of unique so I think I get what you mean when you guys have that uh, towards numbers yeah so
0: I think everyone has their own thing that they say like what works for them for obviously Mina and I we, we're all about the numbers they, they follow us and I mean I don't know I find it interesting to just look at things and when you see it happen more often it's like okay there has to be something there and I think I mean, throughout life, you realize that things really do add up because I can pinpoint. I mean, I actually can't pinpoint a specific day when everything took off, but I can pinpoint like specific events that happened over the last like year and a half of my life that led me to where I am. Like I was in Germany. I met a girl from Minnesota. She told me to come visit her. I always wanted to come visit her. Here I am almost in the process of like moving to Minnesota and you know, a year and a half ago or whenever, I would have never thought that, that would be possible, but life works in mysterious ways. And for all of you out there that are single or have lost hope, I was at that point, I honestly gave up like a few weeks before okay and I started talking and people are gonna be like, yes, you yes, seem crazy. I had a conversation with myself and I sat there and I was like, you know what? If I'm just meant to be like a cool aunt and I'm not meant to get married or whatever, that's fine. Like, I'm okay with that because a lot of my friends were in a relationship, they were getting married. And so, even though that wasn't like a priority to me, you still kind of feel left out. And I basically was just like, you know, I haven't found someone that works for me. It is what it is. Like, I'm just going to focus on myself and. That's truly when things took off in my life and they changed completely when I switched my focus and it's obviously easier said than done. Um, But it was a conversation that I had with myself and I kind of threw it behind me and things happened and here we are today. I mean, we're happily married and I mean, I wouldn't have changed anything really over the last like five months. It was an adventure. It still is and a blessing too. Yeah, and I'm not saying, like, read into it too much to where you're like, oh my god, you know, but I think when you look back on it, it's kind of crazy how everything, like, literally, like, lines up in some way, shape, or form, so I thought that was cool. And then another thing that was funny was, I don't remember if this was the first time when um, Raochi was coming to visit you in Michigan, but, like, his gate for his flight, oh my gosh, remember that yeah that was the first time that he was coming to Detroit to visit me and he sent me a photo and his gate number was F8 obviously fate and so he wrote I guess it's fate and I mean I really I really think it is yeah no I think I think that's so it's awesome it's just such a cool story honestly how all of this came together and happened you know what one other last
1: thing I kind of want to add to all of this is I want to say thank you there have been there have been people I, I don't know come up to me and Zarina um, and say, I'm so happy for you guys and I'm rooting for you guys and I wish you nothing but the best and your story is amazing and I can't believe this happened. And there's so much positivity in this world. And I kind of want to highlight that because yes. um, it's important to talk about those kind of people, the, 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 the well-wishers, because they really genuinely are out there. And I want to say thank you to each and every one of you guys. And, uh, I know on behalf of Zarina, I mean, I have received,
0: agreed. I agree. Yes. A hundred percent. I have received so many sweet messages, comments, especially like after posting like our first photo and like everything that's happened. I, my heart is so full because the fact that there's these people out there that I personally have never probably met in person, but are so sweet and thoughtful and considerate. I mean, I say thank you. And i try to respond to everyone and all of that, but definitely all the support and all the love that we have received for our relationship. Um, it's truly a blessing and I appreciate it so much.
1: I do want to say one last thing. I <laughs> have so many last things. We have so many things look,
0: to look, say. Look, I'm,
1: I'm, I, I, first, I want to say, I don't know everything. That's obviously silly if someone claims that they do, but I, I'm always willing to listen to anyone that might have any questions um, or ask us anything. I definitely want to extend that. Um, to anyone, anywhere. If you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask Zarina or I. Um, you know how to get a hold of us. She's uh, she's at D- Dose of Vitamin Z, and mine is at Quick Dramic Rob. No, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, know. no. Because there's a lot of people out there that have so many questions, and if you guys have any kind of things that are running through your mind or aren't sure, I don't claim that I might know the answer, but if not, I'll probably put a smile on your face. So.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's one thing we've learned is, I mean, it's everything's a process. So, wherever you are in your life, we're both very communicative people and very open. So, definitely, if you guys have any questions for us or anything, let us know. We are always there to answer them. Um, you might get a really long paragraph from us, clearly, if you can't tell from us talking. You'll get
1: a link from me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but I love yeah, it. That's, I think that. I think that's fair enough. Is that Do you have any more questions for us or No, no, that's everything. I think that was a really good wrap up of the episode. Thank you guys so much for just being open and answering all my questions and just putting that out there for everyone who's listening because I think it's really important and I think that relationships you know in our culture in our different communities are something that aren't really talked about very much in this type of way I think we see a lot of different you know it's usually just photos on Instagram or Facebook and it's easy to make assumptions and it's very easy to you know just kind of judge someone based on you know what kind of photos they're posting or who they're dating and things like that you're so so totally right I mean I want to say
1: thank you um Obviously, on behalf of both of us, but but from myself as well, because you are amazing. You are a champion. And what you've done with Balkan Bread is um, ridiculously amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And keep doing what you're doing. And obviously, you have Zarina and I always in your corner. So we can't wait to see what, uh, what this brand becomes uh, in the future. Thank
0: you, Balkan Bread, for bringing the two of us together, because technically... Yeah, oh, yeah, yes,
1: yeah. she did play matchmaker.
0: Yeah. She did. It kind of all worked out that way. So. Yeah, so thank
1: you, Amelia. We love you.
0: Yes, we love you so much. <laughs> I love you guys, too. That was, like, very unintentional, almost how it happened, but it just happened. So, yeah, thank you guys for being on the episode and to everyone listening. Thank you for listening. And if you do have any questions for them, definitely, like I said, feel free to DM them on Instagram, I'll put their handles in the show notes for this episode. And then if you guys have any requests, or you would like to be featured on an upcoming episode, you can send an email to hello at balkanbread.com with the subject line podcast. So thank you guys again for listening. And we will talk to you on our next episode. Bye guys.